let's get ready to throw down. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Today, we are talking about uh, something that's super important. My favorite subject. It, it is, right? We're talking about ego. Yeah. And it's one of these things you got to have some of it inherently, right? If you're going if you're to walk into an office and say, hey, you should pay me to do this thing that you're already paying someone else to do, but I'm going to be better. That is inherently an ego-driven conversation, but you can go too far. Yeah. Well, wait a second. I, and, and let me stop you. I think, I don't think you're completely on base with what ego really is. Enlighten me. Go Coming ahead. from Go the ahead. most egotistic. Well, so, <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Before is, we do what this. What is ego? Let's give the definition. Yeah, right? I, I, got I wrote it. it. I, 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 let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Read right, that shit. Ahead. Let's go, go ahead, doctor. Doctor. Let's talk about this. Doctor, doctor. So if you if you just Google ego and you're looking for just the definition, first thing that pops up is the Wi-Fi, but I'll cut that off. <laughs> a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. Okay. Now, the psychoanalyst, the part of the mind that mediates between the conscious and the unconscious and is responsible for testing for reality testing and a sense of personal identity compared with id and superego, hmm. right? Okay. So where I go with that is when we hear the word ego, we automatically conjure up the picture of the asshole, right? Of course. Yeah. Of course Clint. Clint. Yeah. But that's not true. <laughs> that that really isn't because Selling thank you. Exactly. When you when you trace it back to where it came from, it came from Sigmund Freud, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he was a psychoanalyst the turn of the century and Freud whether you agree with him or not it's just what he postulated was that we had this somewhat reptilian brain and we really do the thing that just drives us to eat I'm hungry I need to feed myself but then there's a a middle ground in your limbic system it says if I'm sitting in a meeting Right, and mm-hmm. I get hungry I don't just get up and go to the kitchen and make a sandwich well some I, of us don't <laughs> okay <laughs> The psychopath does, right? Yeah. Because he misses some of this, right? But but you see where I'm going with that. Yeah. It, this is that, that that middle brain that allows you to um, have a reality check between your wants and your desires, right? And then there's the superego that sits beyond that and says, you know, that deals with morality and other things. This is just your practical side of yourself that says, what's my identity and how do I express myself in the, any given situation? Okay. So chew on that for a second, and there's more to come. Yeah, I mean, I can't no. tell you how many personalities that I deal with that literally I sit in meetings with, and I think, man, your ego is so strong that you're willing to do that, right? What do you mean? Can you give an example? It, it could be like, you know, ignoring me or like texting on your phone. Like I'm in the middle of a speech, right? And you're, you're texting on your phone or you're typing on the computer, and I think, damn, your ego is so strong that you're willing to just – blow me out of the water because you're whatever you're doing is more important to me that's ego that's it's a funny strong... to me that you label that ego because i don't i don't think of that as being ego and i agree i what, think what that think i think that's lack of ego right your self-worth Ooh. you you literally have that's that's where my desire to do this overrides me being social normal appropriate mm. it's right? interesting that that you guys have a completely different take on ego than I do. Because I, I see, well, when I hear ego, I hear cocky. 
Well, when I hear Instantly. ego, I th- when I hear ego, I think you're only thinking about yourself. So it can t- it doesn't have to be someone that's really like you, a really hmm. domineering person. It can be a person that I'm thinking of, just a girl that is so overly concerned with herself in a negative way that she can't even get beyond it. So it's it's not always I'm wonderful. It's the only thing that's happening is what's happening in my world, okay, and I can't focus on someone else. But let's don't confuse this with narcissism, all right? Yeah. Let's yeah. don't confuse this with other personality Cause, disorders. Cause that's, so, where, that's where I go instantly is narcissism. Instantly. See, I don't. It's not me either. I don't know. But, let's talk about okay, that. But what I'm saying is don't confuse the word ego with personality disorders, mm. right? Because I do. I mean, instantly, and most I go people there. do. So when I use the, when I throw out that topic, ego, I don't think it I, it, it, it's easy to think ego negativity, right? Versus yeah. well, okay. So when you when you talk about a sales personality, right? We we in the realm that we're dealing in, a big sales personality that has a big ego. We use that word a lot, right? Okay, he, he's got a big ego. He should be a salesperson. What are you What are you talking about? Because to I don't me, think that way. Do you still think that way? I, absolutely, I do. You think uh, you think if someone high, has got a lot of ego, then they're going to be a good salesperson. High I has a lot of ego, and I think instantly, man, he's going to be a good salesperson. Man, he can bullshit his way through anything. Okay, uh, so I, uh, I, go ahead. I think the opposite, right? Like, I think if you have a lot of ego, you got to learn how to shelve that before you can go out and have really good conversations and focus on like well, what's okay. best for the for for the current situation you're in. I don't disagree with that. You're right, and that's the best practice to use it. I'm saying that most traditional salespeople out there, the people that we're running into every day, have a huge ego. They walk into a room, they're like, "Dude, I'm the party guy. Let's do shots on me," and listen to everything that I have to say. It's a, it's a big ego boost, right? Like they have to have that. You're hmm. both right, and and here's why. Duh. Right. <laughs> 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 that's not ego that's narcissism right so let me point this out because everybody has a strong ego here right we have a strong we self-worth that's true right well, here's how ego works ego allows you to take your wants and your desires put them in a realistic context and then overcome adversity people with strong egos are good have good coping skills they have good problem-solving skills. They can work around an issue that just crops up. That's where your ego says, here's the reality. Here's your want. Here's your reality. How do you match those two together, and how do you work this situation out? Because people with poor egos fall apart under pressure. Do you think that goes into the what you're talking about? Because oh, okay. I, I like what you just said, because I feel like that describes me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it describes everybody but here because we all maybe. solve problems. Well, but here's I, the deal. You wouldn't be sitting behind the microphone talking about how you sell and what's important to you and like really opening up about who you are and why it's important if you didn't have a little bit of ego saying that okay. this is good yeah. stuff. Okay. Right? I agree with that. Uh, is there a fine line between cocky and confident and ego? Right? In a personality disorder, okay. sure. That, that's why I'm going I'm to go back to when things are – if you're using or you have a psychosis that you're crutched to get through an issue, it, you know, anger issues, right? That's not ego. That's anger issues, right? Um, if you're intimidated, that's a natural reaction. But if you don't overcome it and it's fear that drives you, that's, a, that, that's an issue with fear. That's not mm-hmm. an issue with ego. That's interesting because I think a lot of uh, 
simplistic minds out there, myself included, because <laughs> <laughs> man, you're you're blowing my mind right now. But uh, <laughs> but I think that when I look at people that have those issues uh, with fear, and I think that that guy, right? Let's go to like a scary movie, right? Uh, running down the hallway, you get people that want to stick together. You want to get that guy that's like, hey, let's split up. I got my own, right? Mm-hmm. To me, that's ego. Like, you've got a shit ton of confidence and cockiness in yourself that you're going to survive. And you want to split up because you don't want to be held back by those other people. But isn't that you in that situation? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, yeah, yes. <laughs> I mean, simplistically, yes. But Clint like, only describes himself every time. Don't get confused out no, there. I, himself every time. Well, Just write it down. This, put it on your mirror. It's there. No doubt. But this is probably my <laughs> most no confusing topic that we're going to talk about as a high D is like ego. What is ego? Well, for you three, it's very different than what it is for me. It's for me, it's confidence. Like when I see a guy with a high ego, I'm like, man, well, he's confident. He knows what he's doing. We should hire that guy. Okay. But okay. So that's an admirable trait used in, when you say, Hey, he's very confident. Everybody says, Oh my God, then that's the guy I want to meet. If you say he's a narcissistic asshole, well, nobody wants to meet <laughs> or that he's guy. He's got a lot of ego. So, yeah. So you don't want to go out of your so, it, so how do you differentiate the two? Okay. Yeah. You don't. You differentiate personalities. Ego right. is your perception of your best self, right? Mm. It's definitely self. So you're saying that, so if I had to. to Man, we uh, are deep in this stuff. No, right we now. are, but it's good because. <laughs> If we had to break this down in the DISC profile, the D-I-S-N-C, ego to every, what you're saying, is is a little bit different. It's confidence, right? Oh, it's, your, your self-reality. It's right? your self-reality. So if if you're really confident in being compassion and, and you have all of that uh, Mother Teresa-style stuff, you're really high ego S. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying you can be? absolutely. Cause you can't tell me that mother Teresa was a pussy. No, right? she's not at all. <laughs> she was in Calcutta. Like she, fa- she faced everybody. Oh, she faced everybody. Exactly. She, and she got vilified in certain arenas 100%. because she had to decide who she could take in. She only had so, so many resources. So what you're telling me is that, uh, Julius Caesar and mother Teresa had ego. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. That's and, interesting, and right? she probably had more ego because she had less men around her to protect Look, her, right? John's, she John's, had a bunch of cripples and kids who had no money. John's rolling his eyes. I think we need to have John roll his eyes. Well, I think that's interesting, though, because ego, to me, lands in the high corner D in my mind. Well, I think— But uh, now what you guys are saying is that the, that's not true. Every corner has its ego. Right. I think the ego D over there needs to let John talk. Go ahead, John. <laughs> the— the thing that you know I'm what anyway is that, no, <laughs> uh, when I think about it is when you know for lack of a better term you think your shit doesn't stink right like you can do no wrong everything's gonna be perfect and then it's never your fault it's always someone else's right personality so, disorder not ego mm. he's he's right because that's cocky what you're talking about is cocky but okay so to me there's a lot of overlap there so <clears throat> this was your topic Al yeah. so. How does this present as a salesperson? What do we need to be aware of? How do we how do we make sure that we're thinking about it the right way so that way it's not limiting us? It be, I think what happens is if you'll quit excusing things to ego and start subdividing it into, well, not to say that a narcissistic person doesn't have a strong opinion of themselves and a strong reality. It's just kind of tilted the wrong direction. But I think if you're sitting back thinking, 
purely about ego and the fact that you have the, all these wants and desires and they, they come from different, you know, things in your life and you're trying to match where your ego should sit. It should sit in the best arena for coping with whatever your problems, whatever your issues, whatever your challenges are. Well, that's interesting because I, I, th- I talk about a lot, like as a high D you need to check your ego and put it in the back seat. Right. I say that a lot. Yeah. As my as our as a, as a top tool for you, you have a you have a uh, a very big ego as a high D, and you should use that because that's your tool, right? Like you're going to use that ego to ask the hard questions. You're not scared to ask that stuff, but at some point you need to check that ego, put it in the back seat. So it's really interesting for me to hear from an IS and C what ego means to you guys. But if your ego sits and says, my inner self wants to talk too much, tell too many stories, mm-hmm. guess what? There's your ego checking your natural tendency to be you so that the reality is the best picture you can present. Because you said the same thing That's in a different cool. way, right? Yeah, you no, said, yeah. I got to pull myself back because I sometimes get a little too headstrong. And maybe Nan says, sometimes I'm too quiet. And my or, ego or maybe I have, that. Or maybe I have too much compassion. I need to pull my compassion back a little bit, or maybe I need to pull Only my. Only a facts D would back. say too much but, compassion. But hold on, but maybe like as a C, maybe I need to pull my facts back a little bit. As you pointed your finger completely across my face, right? Look at this, <laughs> Mister Awareness. There, ego, bitch. <laughs> no. So anyway, there, there's where I'm. I, I want but, us to think about when you say ego. So, so when we're in a sales conversation, mm-hmm. Doc, what, what do you think? Um, you talk about ego-driven sales conversations because that, that's what's in my mind right now. Like when I sit across, good uh, when, when I'm across from a conference, uh, at a conference table from a guy, mm-hmm. and he's talking about um, sales conversations with me, there's ego that's going to be a battle there, right? Maybe he's a high D and I'm a high D, and I say, check my ego. W- what is your explanation of what's going on there? Well, when you say check your ego, you're checking your personality traits that tend to overcome well, or push you a little too far that may rub that guy the wrong way. Right. Finding what's appropriate. Well, that's a a good point, right? Because I I happen to do this a lot, right? I sit across from a a person that wants to tell me about how great his business is. And my first inclination is like, yeah, it's not that fucking great, bro. You only did 20 (laughs) million last year. Not that great. Right. But that's my natural inclination. That's my ego getting involved okay. with the conversation. And, and what I want to do is I want to take that back and I want to have a little bit of uh, a man come into the conversation and say, 20 million? You did 20 million? Okay. Because right. that would be the best way to handle that situation, right? Agreed. So you're, you're, and the fact that you recognize that is your ego saying, I would be better if I did it this way. Agreed. Right. Yes. And, then, and, and that's, that's a strong ego. That's that is the strength of ego. So your so your argument that is is kind of if I'm paraphrasing is that the way that we all think about ego needs to change. It should change, yes. So as a C, right? I I love to be right, and I have I've exploded some relationships and some conversations and some deals because I'm willing to, I'm willing to die on this hill, right? I was right, you were wrong. I will, I will argue because I've got my facts, right? I've got these emails. I've got, I've got this chain, right? And this happened actually earlier this week. I live on that hill too. Right. Yeah. And so, but the thing that I'm working on is that doesn't help me. 
right? It costs me nothing in the grand scheme of things to, to be like, you know what? I'm just going to take ownership of this. This is my fault, right? Even if it's not, because as we know, if we take it away from someone, then they're usually going to kind of step up and be like, oh no, everything's okay, right? Whereas if we just respond with conflict, which is what I want to do because I need to be right, right? It's it's deep okay, in there. That's your id. That's your low, that's your gut feeling saying, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's your inner child screaming, I, I want the ice cream. Yeah. Versus okay. the ego that says, here's what's the best part of me dealing and controlling the situation. Hmm. Well, I, I love that analogy in developing your own ego. Like you're naturally... Uh, as a D I S and C you're given a natural ego to chase after certain things for you. It's facts for me. It's task, right? I want to get this job done. I don't give a shit what you think for you. It's, Hey, can we have fun for you? It's, are you compassionate about this project? What you're, what you're kind of saying is that you can develop a, a, another ego a little bit. You can, you can slide a certain way. I think your id, I think your id is the D the I, the S, and the C. Your ego is that next level up of conscious awareness of okay. you, that id that sits as an I, that talks mm. too much, that carries on too long, that's inappropriate. I mean, that's, that's pretty profound because I've honestly never thought that deep psychologically on that level. And this is just a Freud, Freudian theory, and there's some, you know, there's some other Erickson and some other guys that, that and, and this is scratching the surface, guys. This is romper room, you know, psychoanalysis. But I think it's helpful if you kind of evaluate, okay, here's the why behind when I'm good and sometimes uh, it gets the best of me and I step in it because well, I let my desires and my wants get in front of what could have been a better situation. You're right. But there's so many times that I, I simply say, check that ego. And I don't know. Oh, it's just a cliche. It is a yeah, cliche, but, but saying, I say it all the time. Check and, your narcissism. Check but, your personality. But the thing is, check is the personality disorder. For me personally, I know what that means. Okay, but that's it, just words that you attach agrees. to a certain. But I don't know that everybody out there listening to this knows exactly. When I say check your ego, maybe they don't know what that means. And you're giving some insight to a little bit broader term of what that is. I, because to be honest with you, to me, before today, before this conversation, checking your ego meant leave your uh, cockiness at the door. Mm-hmm. That's what it meant to me. Okay. And, and what I'm learning from you guys today is that that's not exactly what it means to you guys or, or to the world, right? Or in the literal definition of ego. I was going to say, I think it's more. I think the most of the world feels the way you feel. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so if you use that terminology, most people would clue in that you're talking about leaving, like you say, you know, your, yeah. your, your the attitude, head, the attitude. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well put. Making it about me. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Leave that at the door. So when I when I check my ego, I'm not going to go in going, oh man, I've had a really bad day. This is happened. This is or or even say, oh man, I just killed an account to another account. I'm going to check that mm. and listen to them. Try to find out what is going on with them. Not they don't need to hear what's going on with me. I don't think that's. Is that in green? No, no, that's okay. absolutely that's, spot on. That's spot on. That is. No, it is spot on because it's so different than what I think of ego. But what you just said, you know, check your ego for an S, that means something totally different than what it does for me as a D. But they both but accomplish the same things, right? right? Exactly. Right? And, right. It, and it is the same thing in, in the big picture view of what ego is right. because it's your tools in your tool chest. It's my tools in my tool chest. 
and people that have strong egos are what a term you use. Like they're they're very self aware. They know what they're good at. They know that, and they don't beat themselves up about their faults. They they recognize that they could be better at that, but there's a you know they're just not the best. But there are other areas that they really balance that out with. Well, I'm really good at this. Well, the thing is, is that you know, and and I may say it a hundred times, but I don't ever want any one person to try to differ, you know, differentiate their their tools to somebody else's. So if you have tools in your toolbox, and that's what gets you home, and that's what gets you safe, and that's what makes a sale, use those. But understand how to use those, and that ego. I mean, it plays a big part in all that, right? Oh. So yeah. so if I'm an expert technically at one subject and I'm talking to somebody and I'm trying to make a sale, the one thing that I don't want to do in that situation is just overwhelm them with technical facts, right? That's my ego getting involved because oh, I know more than you. I wanna I wanna No, that's your id getting involved and your ego says, you know, it's probably not a wise idea to make this guy look mm. stupid. Okay. Right? My greater good would be to check my knowledge. I mean, that's cool because I'm... I mean, and, and the push that I want to put out there to let this guy talk, and then I can begin to lay stuff out to him in an appropriate way. Because you know how you like want to run with scissors sometimes. I, do, I mean... And the better thing with the stronger the ego sits back and says... My opportunity is going to come. Let's li- right. let's hear this. You out. know, it's the lost art of listening. You have to listen. I mean, that I think that's so vital. We talk about it, it all is. the time. How important it is to listen. You know, I'll give you an example. Uh, in and Daniel loved this, but I was in church on Sunday. I do love that. Yeah. So in church, uh, why they were talking about because, hell? <laughs> but because so they were talking just about a hellfire yeah, and brimstone. Oh, and like uh, this guy was just talking about hell, right? And he was just like, "Man, this the hell is." hell is this? Why would you ever want to go there? And you know what's funny is a high D and ego, maybe a little bit, and cocky and confident and all this stuff. I, I, I leaned over to Jessica, my wife, and I said, you know what? I kind of want to see it. <laughs> I kind of want to... Guess, I, guess I, I, what? Be careful but what you look, wish No, for. no, you're right. But you're right. But th- at the same time, that's Very my... Per- scary. But, but what I told her after afterwards on the way home was like, that, that fits my personality to a T is that um, I want to see it. I want to see if I can beat it, mm. right? Where, where it's used to be a fearful thing, like don't ever go this way because there's better things out there. I look at it and I say, man, show me. I want to beat it. Milton, better to reign in hell than to serve in heaven. <laughs> the thing is, is mm-hmm. the thing is, though, guys, is I'm not right. That's just my my natural inclination of when I hear that statement of, you don't ever want to do this. I want to say, let's see it. Do you think that's a D thing or do you think that's a U thing? Well, maybe. I, you know, we. Do you ever tell your children not to do something? No, no. no. I, John, you got a good point because we, we've hit on this a couple of times. Is that a is that a Clint thing or a D thing? <laughs> okay. Clint when he says Clint, he's talking about personality disorder. <laughs> Maybe. True. When he's talking True. about exactly D, right, yeah. when he's look, talking about D thing, he's there's I'm not a saying rational me, group of people look, that actually fit I'm, into that. I'm not category. saying me and Dexter don't have a lot in common, but we do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that sometimes sometimes there's questions that are posed to me, and I think, well, 
I think the majority of people think a certain way and they agree with you. I think the opposite way. Like, I want to face that confrontation. I want to face that chaos. Okay. I want to see if I can beat it. Wow. And if I don't, then I failed trying. But being a contrarian, though, is a le- it's a legitimate position. Sure. To, to say, well, okay, you had something to no, say. I- I'm I'm gonna let you finish your thought because I'm about to take us off track. I think maybe, okay. but I'm curious. Yeah, to to think just because you think differently from the the person sitting across from you, that's usually an indication that you've got a pretty balanced and and reasonable ego. You have your reasons, and they make sense, and they should make sense. And if the other person just disagrees or has a different opinion. It, it Don't be defensive. Well, Don't be it rude. doesn't make him right. Yeah. Doesn't make you wrong until you d- well, figure that that's, out. That's the nugget, right? Is that you're not right and he's not right. You're not wrong and he's but not. Somebody wrong. may be. Somebody's right. But, but at a certain <laughs> point, there's a reasonable way to approach Maybe. that and figure that out. I agree. But there's with so that. much nuance in between those two points. I think. Right. Uh, expand on points? that a little bit. Um. Right. So. So in this thing that we're talking about, right? You know, you're having a conversation and you guys are on counterpoints, right? And the thing that my mind jumps to is like a political conversation right well i didn't want to go there but yeah, yeah i don't i don't really want to either but i do um i know you do but uh <laughs> you know we're so polarized right that everyone's pushed to the sides yeah. right it, and like, you no pick what. a side exactly right and then yeah. you got this commit commitment which is, to, which is wrong well you, right? you have a commitment to consistency trigger right if you tell yeah. one person that you're this. you know conservative yeah. then you got to pick up and carry everything that's part of you know what's currently a conservative right and so and you may not agree with all those right absolutely but so but you had to pick a side exactly and and that happens in sales conversations all the time right what do you mean by that um i i face this quite a bit like in negotiations of a, of a let's just say a project of a sales conversation um well we need you to do this well i can't do that and you instantly provoke this a and b side this uh conservative liberal side of there's a split now there's a split down the table there's a there's a line drawn and i have to either be on your side or i have to be on my side when the fact is is that that's not true yeah we can I, meet somewhere there in the i middle. can i can meet somewhere in the middle you like this i like that to have success you, you have a, to have mutual benefits so. i i agree but i don't think a lot of people think that way right okay but but you you're almost making it like it's 50-50 because if i looked at you but and clint th- said if you got 98% of what you wanted is that not success I'm asking. I mean, you, I, I, it, I mean, to me, to, to me, you? knowing what I know now, it is, it, it is okay, right? But but it, to a lot of people, they get put off by the two percent. Okay, but the two percent may mean, oh, you've got to give up your firstborn. You know right? what I call or that? You, you know, you know what I would say to that is check your fucking ego, which well, is interesting, right? To which side? To to give into the two percent. You got ninety eight. I understand, but if you are hanging, it maybe the two percent is you know, weighs more than oh, the I, 98%. I, yeah. You want to, you know what I, I'm absolutely. And, and this is, it's got to come in green. I it, love everything, but the green. And you're like, well, I can't do it, but in green. Look, and in, the guy a, says, eh, in a breaker. sales conversation, I run in, I run into this a lot. Like, okay, we need you to cut, let's just say a hundred thousand dollars off the project. Look, man, I can do that, but you're going to cut scope. You're going to cut things that you asked for. Mm-hmm. And now we can't provide those. So give me the solution. You gave right? me the problem. Exactly. Tell me what the solution is. It's a great point, right? So if I tell you that I can't do A, you know, I'm on B, you're on A, and I can't do any of that because you've set ultimatums. 
I think that's where a lot of salespeople fail is that what you have as options to deliver is that, look, I can't do A. I can do C because of blah, blah, blah. And that's not free consulting. Look, that's not free consulting. That's Let me stop you for just one second. There's where the strong ego says, I'm not going to, I may not win this deal, but I know I can't do it that way. So I'm going to have to be okay. And my reality is this is slipping away yeah. and I don't need to beg for it. So do you dig for information after that? Do you dig questions? You can. Right. You can. So like, I'm not going to win this because he's so set in his side. Do well, I dig saying, for Now him? you've already made an assumption that okay. you're not going to win it. Okay. I'm saying ego simply says, I'm going to be okay if I don't. Because you know the guy that just, oh, my God, I got so close, and now he's just eh, he's going like this, and he, it, it, it's two weeks to get past the fact that he, the deal didn't come through. Yeah. Right? No, I think a strong ego says, mm, didn't win that one. How would I be better next time? And you sit and you keep everything in the right proportion. You're, you're upset. Maybe yeah. you're a little bitter. Maybe you're a little of everything. But you're not – pushing towards a personality disorder on this. And I keep using that term, yeah. but I'm, I'm focusing in on well, the, the inappropriateness that we all sometimes get caught up in. And then you walk away and you go, ah, I shouldn't have acted that way. So what are some examples of that? Uh, harboring uh, bitter feelings towards somebody that just had a different opinion for way too long for, for all the wrong reasons. Okay. Right? You know, and blaming other people, putting, you know, Putting your um, every it's always somebody everything is your fault, guys. Everything oh, yeah. is. Yeah. And until and when you learn that, it gets a whole lot easier. Do you think you can build a unified ego amongst you and the and the person that you're trying to sell I to? I absolutely think you can. And oh, that's a great sure. that's a great observation. Because when egos match up, you're like, man, that's a normal, cool dude sitting up there. I don't actually agree with him, but man, I like his style so, and delivering it. Again, so, it's identifying what is yeah. your ego. You so, we, so we talk that. about a lot, like identifying personalities right. and, and body language, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, now. and we we talk about that a lot, and, and that's really important. But egos is one of those things that's a psychological uh, backseat, right? That we don't think about a lot. But if you can unify your goal, is that not unifying an ego? Have you not? Remember some of our after dinners after this? Oh, agreed. Where you wake <laughs> up calling going, I think I got excommunicated. And where we all laugh because we have strong egos, yeah. and, but we all still really get along and there's a lot of love well, at the table. And I, all I think that. I think that's the coolest part about this whole podcast. You know, when when I go out and I talk about this podcast, I, I think that's a that's one of the most um informational things that I can talk about is that we have a DISNC. If you don't know anything about disc. Just think about four corners of the opposite universes, right? Sometimes. Think about that because that's because that's what we are. Very high ego, right? though. Dis and C is is just so far, yeah. so far. But we all deal in these day to day sales conversations with with like people, right? So you deal with it as an I, I deal with it as a D, an S, and a C. But what you're saying is pretty profound in my in my book because um, what you're saying is that we can we can come together on an ego level. Not just a fact-based or not just an emotional level, but an ego level. That's that's big for me, right? So if I see somebody across from me that has a huge ego and he thinks that he is only right, right? His his way or the highway. That's my way, right? I think that way. I naturally think that way as a high D. But if that guy thinks that way 
and I can kind of bring him to my level and I can bring a little bit of my level to him. And we talk about this unified ego and we can get a project done together. That's partnerships. That's what we're trying to do as salespeople. That is exactly what we're always trying to do. Well, I think, I think what you did, what you just explained was normalizing the behavior, right? So that it feels normal to sit and communicate and be respectful of that behavior and say, okay, I understand this. John, what do you think about that? Normalizing behavior. I mean, I mean, literally just changing sit- your frame of reference. I think if you're just like, I'll go ahead. I, I, I wasn't asked the question, but no, I just, no. I, one thing I was thinking with what y'all are saying. So you take a picture. So someone takes a picture of us. Paul takes a picture of us. Then he hands us the picture. The first person you're going to look at, is it me? Is it Clint? No, it's Do you. Do we have our shirts on or off? <laughs> no, I'm just saying <laughs> we all really think I mean, first about ourselves. Sure. But we're, we really need to create. You can still have ego, but incorporate someone else in that. Okay, but take a picture of you with your family, and what do you look at first? Me. My baby. Okay. Me. Okay. You sure about that? I promise you. Well, he probably does. Do you? I, you don't. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not sounding Cl- shitty. I'm Glenn, just, I'm I've got giving... somebody you got to talk to after this. I'll pay Everybody for it. It's all good, man. There's no charge to you. Look, just, if you, you got to sit if, there for about 45 if minutes. You, and if you talk. don't know me for more than a few minutes, you ask, I tell, right? Yeah. I, I'm going to give you the honest answer. And, and if you take a picture of me and my family and my kiddos, you know, at a at a park having fun, mm-hmm. I'm going to look kids. at. I'm going to look at how I look. I'm sorry. That's that's honesty. G, you know, you know, spite Perfect. me for being honest. But, no, I'm not. But I'm the, just chuckling. Yeah. No, I know. But yeah. the thing is, is that that explains my personality very well, right? right. That explains my ego very well. Yeah. I'm going to look at me. But look, you didn't get mad whenever I just chuckled about that. No, right? I didn't. No, yeah, I don't, I don't give like, a shit. Well, okay. But I don't. And it, it, I'm okay with that. And I don't care because I'm being honest, right? I agree. And, that, and that's one of those things where it's like <laughs> in a sales conversation, if you're being honest and you're really laying your... Uh, you know, your company out on the line and you're being honest about what you can and can't do and you're telling them, why Why should you ever look backwards, right? Why should you ever think about like, oh, I'm just being cocky um, because I think the people that think they're being cocky is people saying things that they can't do. And that happens a lot in sales conversations, right? You say, oh, yeah, we're the guy. Give me a call. I'll do that. Give me a call. I'm your guy. The fact is, is that sometimes you're not that guy. Yeah, if you're walking right? around, then you're lying. But you know, you're, but, you're just, but a lot of people do that, Doc. Just, yeah. Oh no, I understand. You no, know, but so, we're not. We don't want the people we're talking to to be that guy. It's it's really it's it's a you know I I argue it all the time. I would much rather sit in front of a a jury, on a courtroom, and somebody ask me a thousand questions and I can answer them honestly because through the entire sales conversation. And through the entire operations side of it, I was honest. It may be harsh. It may be not what you like to hear, but it was honest. So then when I'm sitting in front of a jury and I say, yeah, I said that. Yeah, I did this. Yeah, I did that. And I'm honest. That's a whole lot easier conversation to have than trying to backpedal. Right? Yeah. And, and to me, that's a good ego. Absolutely. Honesty, I think, is one of the trademarks. Now, mm-hmm. I will go that... There's another thing called superego, and that's your your morals, your your you know the difference between right and wrong, and where you sit. A lot of that comes from your family background, 
in in the, the the environment you were raised in because right and wrong is discerned by you know social norms That's and it. and some of the things that you saw sure. as you developed from being a child you know yeah. what you're born with is your it right your inner yeah. child right you're just this bundle of i got to poop i need to eat yeah. i cry and my parents take care of me as you begin to recognize self well this is me there is you, cre- you create your own opinions. Well, it's your ego as you, your wants and desires, and I'll have chocolate ice cream instead of strawberry, and I'll do this, this, yeah. and this. Dad says I like chocolate, but I really like strawberry. And when Dad says we go to church and we believe in Jesus and this is right and we stop on red and we go on green, yeah. there's the super ego that says here's how I, my morals, my, my you know, those kind of things. So, Albert. Mm-hmm. So, my, well, you're making me think of my mother used to always say what Clint said a few minutes ago. She would say to someone, let's to me, she'll say, well, your hair just looks really bad. And I'm like, well, gosh, that was kind of rude. And she's like, well, I'm just telling you the truth. And so she always thought if I'm telling you the truth. And so her ego to me never grew up. It was just like her id was just always well, there. Well, no. Yeah, sure. Okay. But, but there's tact. And that's inappropriate. There's tact. Well, and there are people that are insensitive, right? That's a personality disorder, all right? Those are person they're, they're, they're personality traits that just are outside of what really should be normal, yeah. right? One of, the, one of the coolest things about being an honest person is that you can ask questions to somebody that you don't know for five seconds, and you're, you're asking those questions for a reason. As salespeople, that's what we should be doing, right? On, in our process, we should be asking tough questions to really – dig home why we're doing this project, why they want to do that project. It doesn't matter if you're in medical sales or CRM or construction. You're digging for the reason why we're doing this stuff. You can ask those tough questions, Nan, to your point of like being really honest. So you have a filter still if you... Well, the point of it is is that you have to understand communication styles, right? So if I'm dealing with a super C, right, a high corner C... I know that that guy deals in facts, and I've recognized that from the first two minutes I've talked to him. The last thing I want to do is talk about compassion, and I want to talk about, hey, if you if you uh, if you give me this job, we're going to go out and have a blast at the Texas Rangers games on Tuesday. That's not going to resonate with him, okay. you know. But if I if I notice that that guy is a is a super S, right? He's a high corner S. He's a Mother Teresa type. And I talk about compassion and, and love and like, hey, I love this project because I'm really compassionate about getting this stuff done. That resonates with that guy. That that guy understands what I'm talking about. That's communication styles. You're not saying anything different. It's just understanding your ego based with hard facts, also based with communication styles. That's why I always say disc is super important in anything that you do. And it's not disc is not a home run, right? But what it does is it under it gets you to understand who you are and who the person across from you is, and you get to communicate in a similar style. That's all that that we're trying to talk about. So when you talk about ego, which is this podcast, you know, this whole episode is about ego, ego, ego. Take your ego and communicate that person across, you know, across from the table from you in the in the communication style that they're able to deal with. Agreed. 
my God, John, look John. at all those amazing <laughs> zeros behind that number. And that spreadsheet is just off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So I have a question then. So let's say uh, you start out in sales and you're just chasing money, right? You're not, you're not super concerned about a great fit. You just want to bring in some business because you got to pay the bills or your boss yeah. is all over you and stuff like that. You're not in sales. What do you mean? Agreed. You're not in sales. You're just not. If, if that's your goal. No, well, that's I, not their goal. That's but, just where they are. Well, but here's the deal. I, I'm shutting you down for a reason because I think a lot of people are out there, right? They take a sales position. They think, oh, man, I got to go kill it. I got to go out there today and I got to find 200 prospects and I got to close 20 okay. of them. So right? I I agree that that's not where people should be. But I'm saying that like this is where the majority of people start, Agreed. especially if you're starting your own thing. Yep. Right. You know, you're going to spin up a business and start like going and talking to people. You, you don't even know what a bad fit is versus a good fit. So you don't mm-hmm. really qualify anything. You're just chasing money. So at some point, though, I think your principle changes away from anyone who's willing to pay me as a good client to, oh, now I actually know what a good client is. And now we got to have conversations so that way we can qualify around that thing because I'm not going to just chase the money anymore. Agreed. But what, what, a, uh, what a nugget this is to realize that you can develop good customers before you chase the money. And the nugget is, is that you, you can literally develop good clients. You can do that right now. Right, absolutely right now. Like you don't have to go chase this money that you're talking about. I know that's what most people do. And I know that, hey, man, I've done it. We've all done it, right? Yeah. We've all set up here. We've all went out into the day-to-day world and said, you know what? I got to I gotta pay the bill. So please, I'm there for it. Please buy yeah, something. Please buy something. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> But I'm going to tell you like I did 12 episodes ago. The day you realize that good, valued customers are your target and you move forward on those good, valued people, you will close more. You will just close more. You just will. If your process is refined, you'll close more. And that money, it'll come secondhand. Hmm. You need to be assured of yourself, though. So that's why ego is really important. Sure. You cannot go in there shaking in your boots. Well, you can, but be okay with it and say, you know, I'm really new and I'm really nervous and I've got to figure out a way to get past this or, you know, push this down just a little bit and understand that you're just dealing with your own emotions and don't let it wreck you. Don't mind. That that we've all faced challenges and so things that we didn't do very well. Is Is ego just awareness? Is that what you're saying? Not I'm still yet. kind of stuck on this whole idea that that, that everything I kind of define as ego mm-hmm. is not really ego, right? So I've been pretty quiet so far on this episode because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to like think through this thing, right? Because to me, most gut-driven people, I's and D's, have got ego, right? Because it's just like you look you look at the situation, you're like, you know what? I can be the positive impact on the situation. <laughs> I'm going to go get it, right? You start a business, you do something else. But you say the same thing. I say the same thing. You say exactly those words. Mm-mm. How not? How, I mean, oh, I tell totally me why you don't. Do. Not out of the box, though, right? I mean, so well, wait a second. If, if so I, out of the box, are you, how are you any different than me? If we walk through the door out of the box, how got, are you different? I got a better question. What does ego mean to you? Well, that's the thing that I've been stewing on and thinking about, right? Because to me, ego is, it, it's a mixture of having confidence and it's a mixture of also just uh, thinking like I said earlier, that your shit doesn't stink, right? And you can go too far with that. But it, 
but uh, at some level it's healthy, right? You know, you gotta, you gotta take pride in what you do and how your company fulfills and how you actually like work with your clients or else you can't go have conversations, right? If you don't believe in the product or service that you're selling, people like, have conversations every day and don't have any faith or confidence in anything. It's all bullshit. So it sounds to me, if I had to break that down a little bit, confident or uh, ego to you is confidence. Because because I'm not saying that I wouldn't. It's agree too with much that. confidence, though. I think. Well, right? but you, you're vilifying it. And what? Okay, so right. you and I, I. And as I said a moment ago, I set I set this expectation yeah. that that to me that the like Clint was talking about, like ego is cockiness, right? So okay, you and I open the same door, go in, sit and do a sales call, and. We are both bringing our egos in there and our personalities, C and an I. Mm-hmm. And there's a conversation about budget. And you reach in and pull out a stack of data that says, let me tell you how I justify budget. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're feeling very comfortable because you've got this. And you roll through your presentation. And I come in and they say budget. And I look up and very confidently go, the numbers really matter. We're talking satisfaction here. <laughs> I mean, that's right on point. So both of our egos are apropos for the individuals that we are with the resources that we have because we're coping with the stress of how do I deal with budget? Yeah. Hmm. So I'm marinating on that. No, I I know so you are. So are you saying my earlier story about the negative ego where you're just whining and it's you can't get out personality disorder that's a, you're saying that's not can ego. I, can, I, can i personality disorder hold on because you have made you have said this term a right? million times it's a heavy term yeah right because like i hear that and i'm thinking like oh you got to go to the ward people well, <laughs> a lot right? of people should go on any freeway and see how many well, people need <laughs> but, to go to the ward but nan brings up a a pretty good point of negative e- ego versus positive ego. Right. So how right. does that not work in your ego? Role? Okay. <laughs> I think when you define ego, it's a poor, uh, a, a concept of your reality. Your a poor concept of your, okay. It's like the child that's throwing the fit. You're like, Hey, I can't buy you everything. So your child right? state, you know, and you're not, your coping skills stink, right? And we saw that last night. Poor coping skills. No reason for this behavior. Not you're just, you're just lashing out, else. right? It's the, <laughs> t- it's the adult temper tantrum. It's the adult. Okay, so you're saying, okay, identify. Is this, so you're saying that's ego. No, I say that's, that's poor ego. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, a, a bad, a, a, a small ego. You're, you're just letting your gut desires rule the day and your so is people my are, definition because we said strong egos are people who say, "Okay, here's my challenge. I got to control myself. I got to control the environment, and then I got to come out as a winner at the end of the day. I got to get convince this guy that sure. he should buy from me. I got to convince them that I'm the right fit. I got to convince them, whatever that may be." So before we get to the throwdown section, because I I know Paul is ready to ring the bell, mm-hmm. if you're new to this, to. right? We we just spent an hour uh, essentially reframing the definition of ego, right? Kind of. But I don't think that was a bad thing. That was no, mm. no. I'm not saying it was. But for the for the the person who's listening to this, for the right? layman, 
Well, I, I'm feeling pretty layman right now, honestly, right? But, uh, you know, for the person out on the field, mm-hmm. right, who's listened to all of our episodes, if you have, thank you very much. What what do you want them to take away from from this topic? Like, like what's the what's the thing that they're supposed to do tomorrow that's nope. going to make them better? But I, th- I think ego is uh, very self-defined. That's that's what I'm getting out of this entire episode, me personally. I, I mean, if I had a notebook in front of me, which I don't, wish I did, because I'd write some shit down. But listen, ego is very self-defined. Ego is different in each and every one of us. That's that's what I'm gathering out of this episode. And, ego, and is that based upon DISNC? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. So well, they all bring it in a different way. So, so my so, so my ego as a C is facts and logic and figures and data. And and, and that's that's your normal state. I think that's that, a I think that's a blanket statement for a C. I, I do. I think a blanket statement for a D is that you're cocky and you're overconfident. And that's your ego. I think for an I is that you think everybody likes you, but they don't. That's your that's your ego. I think that for don't don't talk, Al. I think. For, <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I have to. <laughs> but I, I think for an S, strong you, ego coming out. But I think for an S, what I'm getting out of this is that a strong ego would be that you're over compassionate. Maybe not everybody is. So when I say things like check your ego, check those strong points, right? Str- what is the opposite of ego? The opposite of ego? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you went to church, Do man. Not <laughs> you, yeah, you are uh, that did you a whole lot of good. We only have a we only have eleven minutes. Okay. Man. Right, should right. should we I, I don't know though. I don't know that anyone part, has the answer for that. I think part, it's just a negative two. ego, right? <laughs> is it humility? But you know, to be honest with you, that's like, a good question. Look, is it, it humility? You're right. It may be you humility. guys are still defining this in the I wrong know. way. No, but it's it's really interesting because I think we all have our own ego. I As think we that we should. all have, you're right, and, and it should really be that normal be right, factor but that, I, that makes us the great look, individuals that we are. But look once again, self reflection, self awareness, right? Yeah. Realize what your ego is. I I don't look at it. Here's what I've got out of today. I don't. I still to this day don't know what ego is. <laughs> you got. You, I, you I got, oh you got homework, man. And all of you do. You have look, homework. You go, can look up all. You can look up the Web, Webster dictionary version doc read it off i still don't know what i think it is 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 it's my strong suits over projected everybody's gonna be out there and there's a lot of good stuff out there but guys the, go check it out how quickly can we spin up a, a website about ego that just gets all this traffic <laughs> you know they're, they're already out there <laughs> man it's all right yeah, Fro- it's good, freud's it's been topic. around for a long time right. check him out let's yeah, go to the third down yeah third down. all right so uh i guess <laughs> Al is going to speak authoritatively, and we're going to guess at it. So, no, I mean, let's start with Clint. Say, as a, as, you know, as a D, I would tell you to check your ego, but that doesn't work <laughs> out real well. <laughs> no, you know, that's probably good. No, I, I look. I think that in my definition from a high, uh, from a high D, is that um, ego is that those things in your toolbox that make you what you are. Those uh, able to ask the honest questions without anybody, without any care. You don't care, right? You just don't give a shit, right? But be careful. And I think that's where ego comes involved is that you think you're better than somebody, right? You're going to ask this because you're trying to win. Ask the questions in a um, in a discovery sort of way, right? That's where that check the ego comes in. In, in, in my mind, that's what checking the ego means is don't ask because you're being 
manipulative, and deliberate. Ask it in a discovery way because the rest of these three up here on this panel, that's what they're doing. And it works, right? You're trying to gain information. We're always trying to gain information as salespeople. Ask in a discovery sort of way and not a deliberative, egotistic way. Okay. Al? Did, wait, did that make sense? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> capture it. Yeah, I, I I agree with what everybody said up here today. I think ego, deeper, though. Deeper, can you? <laughs> hold on. We're in the throwdown. Let me talk. I, I think that ego is that portion of yourself that keeps you as normal and as comfortable in your own skin and and allows you to really use the coping skills you should have when you have a strong one, you've got it. You know you can work through things, and you're okay if they don't work out. And it keeps you from being batshit crazy as long as it's strong enough. Okay. No doubt. <laughs> C.S. Lewis, I love C.S. Lewis, said, humility is less, is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. And that's what I think of ego, which might be completely off base, but I'm going to take my ego of confidence. I think it's confidence. And I'm going to set it aside and try to think more of what my client wants. Hmm. Um. I'm still reeling here. Like I'm going to be up all night, like <laughs> tough, right? researching and reading. This is not an easy topic. Um, so I'm going to uh, revert back to like what I think about is ego, right? Is making it about you. And I think uh, I I know that apparently that's the wrong definition of it, but like that's just still what I think about at a gut level, you know. Sure. And so I think that some of it is healthy. You know, you got to be confident in what you do and how you deliver, in my opinion. But you got to balance that with the idea of you got to do what's right for the other person who's sitting across from you, right? So for me, uh, I've spent a lot of time judging people negatively for making what I feel like are dumb decisions, right? Like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. You're stupid, right? I've spent a lot of time in my head doing that, you know? And honestly, whenever you and I were talking about working together in the very beginning, we're sitting in a bar and you're like, you know, what do you think about sales? And this is before any, any of us knew any of this stuff, right? This is a long time ago. And I said, uh, I said I'm going to know more than anybody else is. Right. And you were like, okay, cool. I got a spot. Right. And to me, that is ego. Like that idea that I, by knowing more, I'm going to be better than someone else. Do you think ego is self-worth? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to compile all this together. I'm so, learning here, folks. ego is self. I'm so confused if I'm being really honest. I'm, I... <laughs> well, hopefully everybody else is. And hopefully if you're out there and you're like, oh, my God, I got so many questions. That's what we're hoping for. If you got a right? PhD, please chime in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Gonna, Call in right are gonna now. There are going to be some guys who are going to maybe <laughs> you know put us. some dings in. We're scratching the surface. It goes a whole lot deeper than that. This came from Sigmund Freud. And it's a, a I, I see some uh, a lot of legitimacy in it. And if you want to know more, I know we're on the countdown mm -hmm. here. Call John Hill because he'll <laughs> know the answer. Oh, I will. I will by the time this comes out. That's he'll, he'll, know, he'll know where you should reference it, what book you should get it from. But, Speaking no. of book, where is our book guy? Oh, yeah. So we did a book giveaway as part oh, of the yeah. launch. That's right. Um, he, uh, he's here in town. Right. Okay. And so we invited him out to a show. Uh, we have not been able to coordinate like when he's available to like actually come hang out. But uh 
He he says that he wants to come hang out and watch a taping and hang out and have a kick-ass dinner with us because sure. that's what we do after these episodes. <laughs> um, so yeah, so hopefully he'll be here soon. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you guys right now. I have had some of the best conversations after these podcasts with people calling in, emailing. I mean, guys, you're talking about uh, even the most simplistic topic that you could think of. I walk into a conference room or I walk into a gatekeeper, and this is what I ran into. How do you deal with that? Like I've had those conversations with people, and they are – I learn as much from you as you are from me, no doubt. Yeah, so in those – if you're listening to this and you're and you're having some situations that you're stuck on or having problems with or something else, don't just call Clint, right? Send us an email. <laughs> you should. Hit us up on social media. We'll talk about it on the show, right? Because I'll answer them. We have a couple of topics coming up from, from the field, and, yeah. and, and, and we fantastic. love that stuff, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, and wrapping up, right? Um. Follow us on social media. Everything is at Sales Throwdown, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, we're on YouTube. So if you're watching this and you're looking at our sweet cups, that's yeah. going to be awesome. Hashtag, Hashtag TMC. TMD. D. And, uh, yeah, share this with someone else, right? If if you can't figure out the, the definition of ego, welcome to the party because <laughs> I'm there with you. Um, but, you know, there's... There's so much wrapped up in this thing, right? There's multiple layers, and you got to figure out yourself, and like it starts there, yeah. right? If you're if you're running around thinking, well, it's their fault and stuff like that, you're probably wrong, right? You got to take a second, kind well, of let's figure talk out. about it. We don't have time today, man. That, that's no, part I'm so, two. I get that, but I'm saying email us, contact us, Absolutely. social media. Let's talk about it because look, you might get a different perspective that helps you push through that final. Absolutely. Thing, Please right? reach out, right? It's hard enough. You don't have to be out there all by yourself, right? That's kind of why we're here. Love it. Um, all right, everybody. Have a great night. We'll see you next week.